Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Continuing discussion of Punya Shavarna Kirtanaha, name 922 in Vishnu Sahasranam. <coughs> What is more important, hearing or chanting? Which comes first? Hearing, I, so many verses I read yesterday emphasizing the importance of chanting. Here's a quote from Srila Prabhupada. When we speak of hearing and chanting, it means that not only should one chant and hear of the holy name of the Lord as Rama, Krishna, or systematically, the 16 names, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. But one should also read and hear the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam in the association of devotees. Yesterday I discussed how Shravan Kirtan, it's going to be in the association of devotees. Of course, it is possible to speak about Krishna and hear yourself. And in this way, Shravan and Kirtan will go on. But <clears throat> there are many verses, some of which I read yesterday, which specify in the association of devotees. And that is to... Un well, there are two things there. One thing is that it's better to do it with others, rather than alone. And another thing is that we shouldn't hear from non-devotees. Avaishnava mukhod girnam putam harikatam ritam shravanam naiva karatavya sarpo yatapayam. One should not hear talks, one should not hear nectarian talks about Krishna. That's what this verse says. Right? One should not hear nectarian talks about Krishna from the lips of non-devotees. There's a, at the bottom of the page, Manual for Muslims. It's written, you should never go to the mosque, never enter the mosque. So Muslim, he never goes. And the mullah sees him and says, why, you should, why are you not coming to the mosque anymore? So I see him. He says, you should never go to the mosque. Never enter the mosque. So I don't go. Turn over the page without first washing properly. Everything has to be understood in context. But it is an astonishing, it may seem astonishing. Hari Katamrita. Amrita means like nectar. It means that which is beyond death on the platform. It brings us to the platform of deathlessness. Don't hear it if it's from the lips of an undevotee. Shavanam naiva karatavya is our duty to, that should not be done to hear, just as milk is like nectar and it's very healthy to drink. 
So there's the milk. And we're telling all the time, drink milk, drink milk, drink milk, drink milk. And then you see this glass of milk. Don't drink it! Why? That milk, from that milk, a poisonous snake has taken and taking the milk at the same time, injecting the poison. So it becomes just the opposite. Instead of nourishing, it destroys. So in the association of devices, this is a very important point. From Brihad Vaishnav Toshani, otherwise known as Dasham Tipani, the Sanatana Goswami's commentary, on Bhagavatam, uh, he quotes this, Shrotavya Kirtitavyascha. We quoted that yesterday from more than one verse in Bhagavatam. That about, one should hear and chant about Krishna. Not just any hearing and chanting, but hearing and chanting about Krishna. So, Sanatana Goswami says, hearing is first. Hearing has to come first. Why shall we chant Hare Krishna? We have to hear from someone to chant. Someone has to encourage us to chant and tell us why we should chant. Otherwise, why should we? Of course, it's possible to chant even without knowing about it. We discussed a little bit yesterday with Madhavendra Puri Prabhu about Nama Bhas. There's Vivadhan is another one which is not in that list of four in the Bhagavatam. That's Vivadhana. That's it means there's a gap in between. Uh, <coughs> uh, just like you may say R or Ra in one word, and then afterwards in another word, M. So you get Ra, ba 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 ba, ma. There must be some example. Well, even in in you wouldn't say it in English so much because you don't have the sound ra much. Uh, but definitely in Indian languages, uh, think of a word beginning with ra or any. That's. Ravi, not Ra. No, no, not a name of Vishnu. That doesn't count. Ra, ah. Raja Marishyati. The king will kill. So you're not saying Rama, but you're saying Raja Ma. So you get Rama. You get some result from that. But you won't get an inspiration to chant the holy names. One has to be encouraged to do that, just like on Harinam Sankirtan, we sometimes encourage people to chant without instructing them about the glories of the Holy Name. But we may say, you know, it's very nice, you get all good fortune, you'll feel peace of heart. You may say something like that. What do you say, Gargamuni Prabhu? You're always going out on Harinam. I'm you're taking a holiday here from your, you, from your uh, usual practice of going out every day chanting on the streets of London. 
You just ask them, you ask people to chant Hare Krishna. Just ask them to chant. What do you say? Anything? You just ask them to chant, that's all. I see. They they engage automatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No persuasion needed. Just see, the the holy name is having its effect. Mm. <coughs> <clears throat> but they heard you first. <laughs> Otherwise they wouldn't start chanting. So hearing comes first. Chronologically, hearing comes first. Then, Sanatana Goswami continues, with the desire to see the Lord, one sees the deity form. From chanting, there comes an up, Upswelling of bhakti, bhaktirud padyate pungsa. Then one meditates on that form easily. Then kirtan spontaneously arises. So here we have hearing, thinking about Krishna or meditating upon Krishna. Then spontaneous kirtan comes. Kirtan means glorification of Krishna. We can do it uh, <clears throat> formally. Because we're told to, we have some idea that we should engage in glorifying Krishna. We have some idea. I, love of God, that is our goal. Right now I'm sitting here uh, thinking about my body and everything in relation to the body. But I have some idea I should awaken love of God in my heart. So what do we do? Well, we're told you hear and chant about Krishna. But we have to do that formally. We don't have a spontaneous desire to do so. So we do so in a regulated way. But there should come a point where we automatically, when we hear about Krishna and consider the glories of Krishna, then there should come a point where spontaneously we want to glorify Krishna. You may, under the influence of a, an authoritarian leader in a state, we may chant, all glories to Stalin, Slave Stalin. But that's by force, because if you don't, you might get away with getting your tongue cut out. Otherwise, more likely, you'll be on the list of executed persons. So that's by force you have to do it. But when one considers the glory of Stalin and he's such a wonderful person, you oh, wait a minute, that doesn't work, does it? But it doesn't work with him that you spontaneously chant the glories uh, it may be if the leader is actually appreciated by the people uh, that we see in the in the time of the Vedic Rajas, even with uh, this Queen Elizabeth just passed away. She wasn't really a leader, but she was a, a figurehead, an icon, and she was praised so much. You don't have to praise her. You won't get your head... Uh, 
decorated with a bullet if you fail to do so. But people spontaneously, due to her qualities, they were praising. Of course, it's a case of Shravidvara Hoshtra Karai Sangstuta Purusha Pashuhu. Nayat Karna Patope Tas. What is the next line? Nama Gadagraja. What's the. I missed one word. Jatu Nama Gadagraja. People who are like hogs, dogs, camels, and asses praise other persons who do not sing the names of Krishna. But it's a mundane example. Kirtan spontaneously arises. It's a function of the soul. To, it's a natural function of the soul to glorify Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I can see. You can't see. You have to look around to see. how. Oh, you can look this way also to see how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is with Nityananda spontaneously chanting the names of Krishna. <clears throat> when he met the Mayavadis at Varanasi, he told them that, I, I don't do this as a formality, as a matter of practice. I'm always chanting. It just automatically the name of Krishna comes to my tongue. <clears throat> there is a... It is said that the uh, Gop, there's one devotee, Gopal Guru Goswami. Maybe you've seen his Samadhi temple in Vrindavan, Dhira Samira. There's a whole story behind that. Amazing stories. Uh, <laughs> he died and then the king wanted to take over the temple, so he came back to life again and told him, don't do this, let my disciple run the temple. Uh, but anyway, his, some, his temple is there. So he was given that name Guru, Gopal, his name was Gopal. As a young boy, he was given the appellation Guru by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because it was seen that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he went to relieve himself, is one polite way of saying, Yes, God also passes stool and urine. Uh, and it used to be and still is in India, people would do outside. Actually, if you do inside, the whole building is contaminated. Or even if you do close. Uh, so Gopal saw him, he's going and he's biting his tongue. Why are you biting your tongue? Because if I don't bite my tongue, then automatically I'll chant the name of Krishna. I don't want to do so while passing. So Gopal said, better you chant, all living beings will be delivered. So he was given the name Guru, your Guru. So automatically chanting, can't stop them chanting. Sometimes also our devotees, they were arrested for chanting in the prison. Uh, they were chanting in the streets and put in put in the prison or the the police lockup, and devotees wrote to Srila Prabhupada. This was in Australia. That what should we do? We can engage a lawyer. Probably then no, I don't really engage. Just when you go to the jail, you just go on chanting. That's all. Just go on chanting. So they did. They went on chanting, 
And the police got fed up, and the public got fed up. With Why are we spending public money to prosecute these people? And then they said, all right, you chant Hare Krishna. They let them go on. <clears throat> so kirtan, spontaneous, you just, any way you have to chant. You have to chant something. You're always chanting something. But spontaneously when chanting comes, then that is actual kirtan, that is actual glorification from the heart. Uh, Bhakti Sasra Thakur, in commenting about this, he said, uh, prana teja hetu pracha, the life of the residents of Vrindavan is glorifying Krishna, preaching Krishna, preaching about Krishna. And Kirtan, Kirtan Prabhupada Smaranohaibe, Shekale Nirjan Shambhava, that this idea of going away and going away to chant by yourself, get away from all these problems, just think about Krishna. But you have to do Kirtan, you have to. You have to preach about Krishna. And then remembrance of Krishna will automatically come. Then it's possible to go away and just chant by yourself. But we see in the case of both Pakistan Sarsar Thakur and our own Srila Prabhupada that they found that preaching about Krishna, glorification of Krishna, so... Uh, enlivening that they didn't stop preaching. They didn't go away on their own just to chant. Again, the uh, relevance of hearing. Yesterday I spoke a lot about the, or I, I quoted many verses about how chanting is most important. Here is a quote from Srila Prabhupada's purport to Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 2, Text 37. The most important process is hearing Shravanam from the Guru, Sadhu and Shastra, the spiritual master, the saintly Acharyas and the Vedic literature. So sometimes said hearing is most important. Sometimes it's said that chanting is most important. Contradictory, illogical, irrational. Not irrational, it is supra-rational. It's above the platform of mundane rationality. Who's more important, Radha or Krishna? Radha. Is it? Are you sure? Ask Radha. What will she say? Huh? Hard to say. <laughs> this is the kind of controversy we should have in Iskon. Instead of all these <laughs> socialism, feminism, Ritvikism, we should we should we should have intense, in almost like that. No, it's Krishna. No, this would be better. So which is more important, hearing or chanting? Hearing, we just heard that. But yesterday we heard that chanting is most important. 
then what is the harmonization of this? Hearing and chanting, thank you very much. Do both. Well, what should we hear about? What should we hear about? Krishna? We just, someone said Krishna. That's where Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnusma. It's right there in the Bhagavatam. Does anyone have an allergy against Vishnu? Anyone doesn't like it? Sometimes we hear devotees. No, we only want to hear about Krishna, not Vishnu. And then the gopis, they also refer to Krishna as Vishnu. What is the best subject for hearing? We just heard Krishna. Not according to Chaitanya Charitamrita. Ramananda Rai. I'll read the, what he... Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked, Shravan Madde Jibe Kon Shrishta Shravan. What is the best of all topics people listen to? Which is best for all living entities? Ramananda replied, Radha Krishna Prema Keli Karna Rasayana. Ramananda Rai replied, Hearing about the loving affairs between Radha and Krishna is most pleasing to the ear. So it's not wrong to say Krishna. But Ramananda Rai in that instance said, hearing about Radha Krishna Prema Keli, hearing about the loving pastimes of Radha and Krishna. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't hear the second canto description of the creation, all these things. We should hear that also. So this Punya Shravana Kirtana, this name comes up in Bhagavatam, in the well-known verse, which begins, Shinvatang, what does Shinvatam mean yesterday? I went through the word by word. Shinvatam, those who will hear. Shinvatang, Swakata Krishna, Punya Shravana Kirtanaha, Hridyantastohi Abhadrani, Vidhunoti Suhritsatam. So this is the verse in Bhagavatam in which this Punya Shravana Kirtana comes. Is that right? Is that right? This is the verse. It's a verse. It comes up six times in the Bhagavatam. Punya Shravana Kirtana. I'll read from other parts of the Bhagavatam, in which it comes up. <clears throat> Mostly in the latter portion. In the ninth canto, regarding Balaram, Bhuvo Bharavataraya Bhagavan Bhuta Bhavanaha Avatirno Nijangshena Punya Shavana Kirtanaha Where's the reference to Balaram? Shall I read it again? And listen carefully. Bhuvo Bharavataraya Bhagavan Bhuta Bhavanaha Avatirno Nijangshena Punya Shavana Kirtana. Did anyone catch about Balaram? Nijangsha. Very good. Who said that? Nijangsha. Krishna's own yeah, part we could say. What does Srila Prabhupada say? Lord Balad so Srila Prabhupada's translation. Lord Baladev is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one who hears and chants about him, 
is purified. Oh, I, I didn't get that nijangsha out of the word for word. Because he is always the well-wisher of all living entities, he has descended with all his paraphernalia to purify the entire world and lessen its burden. In the word-for-word translation, Punya Shavana Kirtana here is given as he is simply worshipped by hearing and chanting by which one becomes purified. In the 10th canto, chapter 15, text 41, Krishna Kamala, Krishna Kamala Patraksha Punya Shravana Kirtanaha Stuyamano Nugair Gopai Sagrajo Rajam Avrajat. Here again, Balaram is mentioned. Agraja, who is born before Krishna. Uh, then lotus-eyed Lord Sri Krishna, whose glories are most pious to hear and chant, returned home to Raja with his elder brother Balaram. Along the way, the cowherd boys, his faithful followers, chanted his glories. So Punya Shavana Kirtan goes on in Vrindavan also, in the, in the eternal pastimes of Krishna. Akrura, praising Krishna, says, this is from Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 41, Text 16, Deva Deva Jagannatha Punya Shravana Kirtana Yadutamo Tamashloka Narayana Namostute O Lord of Lords, Master of the Universe, O you whose glories it is most pious to hear and chant, O best of the Yadavas, O you whose fame is recounted in excellent poetry, O Supreme Lord Narayana, I offer you my obeisances. In the eleventh canto, Narad says to Vasudev, Toya Paramakalyana Punya Shavana Kirtanaha Smarito Bhagavan Adya Devo Narayana Mama Today you have made me remember my Lord, the supremely blissful personality of Godhead Narayana. The Supreme Lord is so auspicious that whoever hears and chants about him becomes completely pious. Uh, going to read three lines of a verse from the 11th canto, spoken by Uddhava. Oh, two lines. Deva uh, Devesha Yogesha Punya Shavana Kirtana. He says to Krishna, O Supreme God among all the demigods, real piety is invoked simply by hearing and chanting your transcendental glories. There are many other verses in the Bhagavatam glorifying Krishna, obviously. The Bhagavatam is full of Verses glorifying Krishna. The whole Bhagavatam is glorifying Krishna. Uh, sometimes by descriptions of his form, descriptions of his pastimes, directly or indirectly, the Bhagavatam is always glorifying Krishna. When it's stated uh, how time is calculated from the movement of an atom, it's also glorifying Krishna. But there are some verses in which specifically glorify 
Krishna or the glorification of Krishna. He is one from the first canto. Satsangan muktadu sango hatung nodsahate buddha kirtyamanang yasho yasya sakrid akarnya rochanam. An intelligent person who has understood the Supreme Lord in association with pure devotees and has become freed from bad materialistic association can never avoid hearing the glories of the Lord even though he has heard them only once. Yes, this is glorification of glorification. <clears throat> Prithu Maharaj uh, Oh, Shiva's my dear Lord, I therefore do not wish to have the benediction of merging into your existence, a benediction in which there is no existence of the nectarian beverage of your lotus feet. I want the benediction of at least one million ears, for thus I may be able to hear the glories of your lotus feet from the mouths of your devotees. An extract from Srila Prabhupada's purport to this verse, The Lord has innumerable devotees all over the universe, and they have been glorifying the Lord since time immemorial and for an unlimited time but still they cannot completely finish enumerating the glories of the Lord. Prithu Maharaj therefore wanted innumerable ears, as Rupa Goswami also desired to have millions of ears and millions of tongues to chant and hear the glorification of the Lord. The next verse. Sa Uttama Shloka Mahan Bhavat Padam Bhoja Sudha Karnanilaha Smriting puna vismrita tattva vartmanang kuyoginam no vitaratyalang varai. My dear Lord, you are glorified by the selected verses uttered by great personalities. Such glorification of your lotus feet is just like saffron particles when the transcendental vibration from the mouths of great devotees carries the aroma of the saffron dust of your lotus feet the forgetful living entity gradually remembers his eternal relationship with you. Devotees thus gradually come to the right conclusion. Gradually. Come to the right conclusion about the value of life. My dear Lord, I therefore do not need any other benediction but the opportunity to hear from the mouth of your pure devotee. It's not talking about chanting here. It's talking about hearing. I only want to hear. And of course, one who hears will chant. And Srila Prabhupada said, because I heard very well, now I can chant very well. I can speak and preach. An extract from Srila Prabhupada's purport to this verse. Uh, very... A nectarian statement Srila Prabhupada makes about the words of the pure devotees. A pure devotee always engages in the service of the Lord, taking shelter of his lotus feet. And therefore he has a direct connection 
with the saffron mercy particles that are strewn over the lotus feet of the Lord. That's very beautiful, isn't it? How can we get a direct connection with the saffron mercy particles that are strewn over the lotus feet of the Lord? Yeah, the pure devotee, always engaged in the service of the Lord, taking shelter of his lotus feet, has a direct connection. Continuing, although when a pure devotee speaks, the articulation of his voice may resemble the sound of this material sky, the voice is spiritually very powerful because it touches the particles of saffron dust on the lotus feet of the Lord. How is it that Srila Prabhupada, simply by speaking, convinced so many people to surrender to Krishna? He's just just talking. Just just talking. But his voice is powerful because it touches the particles of saffron dust on the lotus feet of the Lord. As soon as a sleeping living entity hears the powerful voice emanating from the mouth of a pure devotee, he immediately remembers his eternal relationship with the Lord, although up to that moment he had forgotten everything. Therefore, this process of hearing from the mouth of a pure devotee is very important for making progress in the line of spiritual understanding. Another verse from the fourth canto, the, the next verse, this is three verses in a row, I'm reading. Yashashivang sushrava arya sangame yadrichaya chopa shrino tite sakrit katanguna gyo viramed vina pashung shriyat pravavre guna sangrahe chaya. My dear, highly glorified Lord, if one in the association of pure devotees hears even once the glories of your activities, he does not, unless he is nothing but an animal, give up the association of devotees, for no intelligent person would be so careless as to leave their association. The perfection of chanting and hearing about your glories was accepted even by the goddess of fortune who desired to hear of your unlimited activities and transcendental glories. So this hearing and chanting is going on even in the spiritual world. Even the goddess of fortune, who is eternally engaged in direct service to the Lord, also likes to engage in chanting and hearing about him. In the 10th canto, Purikshit Maharaj says, Savagyaya tasya gunan gunite Karo chatat karma karo manascha smared vasantang stira jangame shu shunoti tat punya kata sakarnaha. Here we have punya kata. Actual speech is that which describes the qualities of the Lord. Real hands are those that work for Him. Don't work for Krishna. Your hands are not real hands. A true mind is that which always remembers him dwelling within everything, moving and non-moving. And actual ears are those that listen to sanctifying topics about him. Purikshit Maharaj, uh, going on hearing and hearing, uh, himself expresses his realization about hearing. In the 10th canto, again, Shuta Dev says to Krishna, 
Shrinvatang gadatam shashvad archatang twa bhivandatam nirnang sangvadatam antar hridi bhasyamalatmanam. You reveal yourself within the hearts of those persons of pure consciousness who constantly hear about you, chant about you, worship you, glorify you, and converse with one another about you. So this is parallel to the Hridyanta Stohi Abhadrani Viduna. Krishna cleanses the hearts of those who hear about him, and then he reveals himself within the hearts of devotees who hear and chant about him. Shudadev says. Another verse from the 10th canto. Ityetan muni tanayasya padmagandha piyu shang bhavabhaya bhit parasya pungsaha su shlokam shravarna putai pibatya bhikshnam pantodva brahmana parishramang jahati. Sutta Goswami said, describing about the speech of Sukadev Goswami, thus did this fragrant nectar flow from the lotus mouth of Sukadev Goswami, the son of the sage Vyasadeva. This wonderful glorification of the Supreme Person destroys all fear of material existence. A traveler who constantly drinks this nectar through his, through his ear holes will forget the fatigue brought on by wandering along the paths of worldly life. <sighs> Worn out. Worn out in material life. And we get relief from hearing about Krishna. Maybe some of us had that experience. We're just going around life and just... Oh, just worn out. Just drained and then come to the association of devotees and hear and chant about Krishna. And it's like sprinkling nectar. Sprinkling nectar on a dead body brings it to life. So association of devotees, hearing and chanting about Krishna, brings us to life. From the 11th canto, Yata yatatma parimrimya I'll say it again. Yata yatatma pari. Yata yatatma parimridjate so mat punyagata shavana bhidhanai tata tata pashati vastu sukshmam chakshu yatai vangjana samprayoktam. Krishna says, when a diseased eye is treated with medicinal ointment, it gradually recovers its power to see. Similarly, as a conscious living entity cleanses himself of material contamination by hearing and chanting the pious narrations of my glories, he regains his ability to see me, the absolute truth, in my subtle spiritual form. So this is the way to see Krishna. We can see Krishna by hearing and chanting. But because it's just like the eye has a cataract and by some eye drops can gradually be restored the vision, then we can see. So then we can see Krishna. Shutekshitapata in Bhagavatam is also stated how we can see, how we should see spiritually by hearing, seeing by hearing. 
I'd mentioned in one of the two previous talks that uh, Vishnu Sahasranam also glorifies the process of hearing and chanting Vishnu Sahasranam. Or not in the Vishnu Sahasranam directly, in the Fala Shruti. So, uh, uh, I'll read that Fala Stuti. Yaidam Shunuyat Nityam Yaschapi Parikirtayet Nashubham Prapyu Nashubham Praptuyat Kirtkant Sorry Nashubham Prapyat Kinchit Sumutreha Chamanavaha Nashubham. Whoever recites this Vishnu Sahasranam or hears with devotion, hears these names with devotion, will not have even a little bit of inauspiciousness in this earth or in subsequent births. And I'll finish this talk. There's a lot more, could be a lot more. Ooh, a lot more to say about this, but I'll finish this talk here. Hare Krishna. This is uh, the last day of this Shravan Kirtan camp, and therefore I should say a few words. Thank you for all coming from long distances, some of you. Thank you for being here, those who have kindly hosted us. Thank you for serving Srila Prabhupada's mission here in not the easiest of places. Uh, it's becoming better as you're all endeavoring. There is hope now. It, it, it appeared just a few years ago to be a hopeless, hopeless situation, was it? It appeared to, several times this whole project appeared to be in a hopeless situation. Previously, our departed godbrother Bhakticharu Swami literally saved this property. And uh, more recently, who is that? Came, turned everything around. His Holiness Janananda Goswami Maharaj with what seemed impossible he has done by humility, dedication, perseverance, utsahanishyadharyat, enthusiasm, determination, patience is exemplifying that it wasn't possible to do otherwise no one was willing to listen with anyone listen to anyone or cooperate with anyone so only by uh, his Vaishnav qualities has he inspired so many devotees to come and serve here and undoubtedly this is very pleasing to Srila Prabhupada otherwise 
in future would look back and say, well, what a, why did we lose? Why did we lose that property? What, what were they thinking of? What were they doing? How could you do that after Srila Prabhupada was so pleased with this project? So all glories to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna, thank you for, to everyone for coming, serving, hearing and chanting. It's not over yet. It never will be over. Hearing and chanting about Krishna never finishes. But there's another three quarters of a day going on and a little bit tomorrow morning also. And then it will go on. Every day is a Shravan Kirtan festival in Srila Prabhupada's service. He instituted this. Hare Krishna. Vancha Kalpa Tarubhyas Charkipas Indivya Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Dante Nitaya Chunakang Padayani Patyakrit Vaja Kakushatam Eta Daham Ravimi He Sadava Sakala Eva Vihaya Durad Goranga Chandra Charne Kurutana Raga Parivadatu Jano Yata Tata Vahana Bukarana Vayang Vicharya Hari Rasa Madhira Madhati Mata Bhuvi Vidotama Nartama Hare Krishna Touched, you distributed. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> you have to stay here now and make up for it all. Okay? Hare Krishna. Whatever problems are around here certainly can be related to myself. And the devotees like, you know, Namacharya, Lochananda and their wives. Yeah, they're working very hard, very, very, very hard. dedicated. But um, as we're discussing, just discussing his name, Punya Shravana Kirtana, that point is there, that you've revived this project on the basis of Shravana Kirtana. Is it not? I'll, I'll give you a set of my books. <laughs> I'll give you a set of my books. <laughs> I said it in front of the deities. So get a set of books. Yeah, great. It was wonderful to see. Don't speak any French. And somehow, the books are going out. On That's Tuesday spiritual, we had a, spiritual potency. On Tuesday, we had a hundred kids here from London. I don't think any of them spoke French. They're all teenagers. And about 20 of them went on book distribution and distributed only 300 books between them. Including magazines, not mostly magazines, but you know, pamphlets. And Spiritual potency. Spiritual, they were so enthusiastic, I couldn't believe it. They were running in groups, you know, they weren't one. It was like they, they, they surrounded people and yeah, they surrounded didn't people. let them go away until they took <laughs> Press gang book distribution. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.
Prop New Yacht. Jay, Jay.